Ooh, hump day, ladies and gentlemen. You all know this is absolutely my favorite day of the year. Why? Because it's Odin's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Wednesday! Hello, nerds! And welcome to Geek Beast. This is part of the Geekish Network. This is your daily rundown of geek news for geeks that look like you, geeks that look like me. Yo, and geeks that look like my man over here, Justin. Yo, Justin! One of the lead head Voltron lines on Nerdtastic. Yo, my man, my man is a podcaster extraordinaire. Yo, he, he does time hanging out with the Avengers out on screen, ran other various formats. Yo, he got his stripes, man. Yo, how we feeling today, Justin? To I show. am good, dude. I am good. Which Voltron? Am I like the Red Lion? That's piloting. Am I piloting this like the right hand? Is that like? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with the red. I'm with the red. Me personally, I have to be the yellow line because he's all about grubbing out, man. And that's my that's that's my wheelhouse. I need to be that dude, man. <laughs> I, I understand that. I understand that, dude. <laughs> hey, man, I'm so happy to have you here. It has been an absolute joy with some of the amazing talent that we've brought here, and 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 talking to you behind the scenes, you are part of that amazing talent. So I feel good. I kind of get to just relax and, and let your expertise take over. Yo, if you are new to the show, we cover the Geek News Beacon. We share our opinions with you. I am your host, Sintel, and we've already had a quick introduction to Justin. Man, is there anything else you want to say to these beautiful fans out here before we jump knee deep into all the madness that is going on in the geek kingdom? Uh, I'm good, dude. Let's get going. Let's get rolling. No all right, man. So, whoo, what is Amy Schneider? For 400. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you don't know the answer to that, it's all good. Because this young lady's streak on Jeopardy has ended after 40 games, but she pulled in $1.4 million before she rolled out. Man, are you a Jeopardy fan? I Jeopardy is one of those comfort shows that I'm like, I, I don't take advantage of. Until I'm like, right, Jeopardy's on. I'll turn on for like while I'm having dinner and such. And let me tell you, man, like I I don't know how to place a hundred <laughs> on Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I that's amazing that she got this far and walked away with 1.4 million. I mean, that's yeah. I don't know. Who's the close. big winner? Yes. yes, you're the big winner, Amy. Yo, so Schneider's run to 40 win puts her in the number two spot in the all-time consecutive victories list behind the one and only Ken Jennings. Now, of course, yeah. I have heard of Ken, Gen Ken Jennings because not only did he beat 40 games, yo, my man's record is standing at a legendary 74. Schneider's, one, Schneider's 1.3 million is fourth highest of the all-time regular season cash winning list behind Matt Amito. I think I vaguely remember him James mm -hmm. Halsner and of course Jennings who cleared out at 2.5 million dollars like how does how do you prepare for a life of being a professional Jeopardy player like how, do, how does that happen like do you just wake up in the morning and it was like I'm going to pick a G from the today and just go for broke oh it was like, how long do you spend like gathering up random facts in the pop <laughs> in the possible day of being on Jeopardy? If you decided I'm going to be on Jeopardy, it's like going like, what did you say? I'm going to put that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, I, I imagine, of course, I'm making these massive assumptions. I'm imagining that they do walk around with like notepad and paper, and they probably have to be the worst person at the table if you're hanging out with friends. 
<laughs> that that person you know is always correcting you well you know actually what is the correct answer is yes we want some more hors d'oeuvres <laughs> oh my gosh yo she said uh it's really been an honor and to know that i'm one of the most successful people at the game i've loved since i was a kid and to know that i'm part of history now i, I just don't know how to process it yeah regardless of how we feel about it she is in the history books you know um mm -hmm. it's hard for me to be top four trash talker at, at, at the spades table at grandma's house during thanksgiving and she's clearing over here in jeopardy it's 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 nuts man <laughs> uh, all right so hey speaking of taking chances <laughs> mortal kombat movie has earned a sequel and it's already pinned a writer the writer for moon knight is scheduled to do what could be a good movie i don't, I don't know how does how does that make you feel about moon knight which hasn't come out yet and how does that make you feel about mortal kombat which he's already got another gig for jeremy the writer jeremy slater has had i i'm i actually am aware of, of his career career and he's had a lot of ups and downs on projects that he's been attached to and i mm -hmm. i remember hearing that he wrote a draft for what became the 2015 fantastic four film uh, before you freak out hold on hold on let <laughs> <laughs> me um, pull my sleeves up for us <laughs> There was, early, there was early word on that script being really good and more in line of an MCU-style movie than the oh. thing that we got. And, right. Um, uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, right. Maybe this will be, you know, like, again, you know, we haven't seen Moon Knight, and I know he's fully in charge of that, so we'll see how that yeah. goes. Um, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the last one so <laughs> it, it, it could be an improvement you know there was a lot to be left left to be a lot left to be desired like my big question yo is where the hell was johnny yet i need my johnny yeah, cage yeah. That's and how are you gonna not have one of the most pivotal characters of the mortal kombat universe and he's just m.i.a just i yeah. guess he's shooting something they, i they just did drop a bit of a go ahead yeah, I know they dropped a hit a bit of a hint of him at the end of that movie. Right, right. So, but also it's weird that you, a movie called Mortal Kombat and they talk about the tournament for two hours and the tournament doesn't happen. Big <laughs> <laughs> some X, my guy. It's a weird yeah. choice. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there was a bit of a liberty as well yeah. regarding having somebody who's not even a part of the original cast mm -hmm. be the star of the show. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate him. I just didn't get it. You know, right. it was just it's like it's like when you get like the that, that little green piece of, of lettuce or whatever it is on your plate under you're not gonna really like put it and just go eat it. It's just there for decoration. <laughs> you know, it's like I could do without it, but you know, since it's here, I guess the plate is prettier. You're calling him the, the parsley of the parsley, there we go. <laughs> he's like yeah, the parsley he's the, the parsley. <laughs> He's the parsley of the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> uh, I had a joke for the longest time where it's like, remember the old uh, theme song from the first movie where they'll say the names of the character? It's like, yes. yeah. I had the joke for the longest time. I always wanted to make this, this thing where it'd be like Scorpion, Sub-Zero, 
Johnny Cage. Call Young. (laughs) (laughs) Awkwardly (laughs) added him in there. (laughs) Yo, but if there is, if there is like a silver lining in all of this, the trailer for Moon Knight, I'm I'm pretty much all in. I mean, you know, it's um for and especially for for if you're not in 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 comic book. If you're not in like a comic book friend of mine, Moon Knight's probably going to pass you by. It's not it's not like a really big named person. Um, and for those that know really nothing about about the legend of, of Moon Knight, even they were all like on Twitter and like, oh, it looks kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it is he Batman? Is he like what's going on? Does he have superpowers? And it's like it's a little bit of everything. Did, did the did the trailer move you in any way, shape or form? Absolutely. And I, 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 I'm a, I'm one of those weirdos that definitely read, read a, a decent amount of Moon Knight. And I, I feel like um, Moon Knight is such an interesting character because you're right. It's like, it's like everyone's asking, is he like Batman? And the answer is eh, kind of, there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And I, as a, as a guy who, as a fan of the, as a fan of, of this stuff, like I'm actually intrigued by the idea that this is, this is going deep nerdy right now that let's go. Of the two uh, identities that Moon Knight identifies with, normally you'd start with Mark Spector, the mercenary. It's interesting that the trailer's saying that we're starting with Stephen Grant, the other one, and he's learning about Mark Spector. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Mm. Intriguing. I'm curious about Ethan uh, Hawke. I don't know what's going mm. on with his deal. And right. I think this the suit looks good. I'm like it does. <laughs> it does. I like the bandage wraps. I thought that was. I thought that was kind of kind of dope. Like you embracing know, like a mummy element because he's an yeah. ancient, ancient Egyptian god. I'm like, oh, that's a neat idea. I'm kind of into that. Um, a little bit of that Netflix tone, maybe. So that he was really wailing on that one creature. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was. You saw his little halved legs twitching when he shot. I was like, come on, man, leave him alone. He's already dead. <laughs> I was like, yo, you are really destroying this this guy. Um, yeah. a, a moment of I, I, I there, there was a cast member that had recently passed away who oh, was yes. going to be, I think, um, one of the antagonists of the of the movie, I, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, so I'm I am hoping um that 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 individual gives a legendary performance, um, yeah. you know, you know, give a, give a good, good farewell. And then, you know, and then to be remembered into your work, I know, I know it's a quick moment, moment of, of being somber, but you know, um, I just, I just want to see a, a good, a good, uh, uh, performance from him. Agreed. Um, and and let's hope, let's hope that re- this is a gem so that we can be even more excited about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of us seeing how something goes, yo, the Tesla Cybertruck has been delayed yet again, again. <laughs> to, yo, Elon is saying maybe, maybe next year. His excuses. Yo, he's saying that uh, the. Um, he said if they were introducing vehicles, their total vehicle output would decrease. Are you buying it? I mean, there are some shortages going on in the world, and right. Tesla is in demand. How is this moving you? I feel, I mean, like, that's not entirely wrong about about supplies. That's, no. Like, we're all feeling that. That's that's 100% true. I, I, it's like, I feel like, first, the, the Cybertruck alone makes me laugh 
as a concept because I remember seeing that footage and seeing that presentation and my, my reaction was like, I could have sworn I had a G.I. Joe <laughs> car like that as a kid. And you're telling me this is a real vehicle <laughs> that will be out He's in public in. that I'm going to think looks like like I got I'm going to be chased by like Cobra. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so it's funny that you said that. i never put those two and two together but i remember cobra's tank it had those same angles and it had to tread on it right? and stuff oh, yeah i do remember that that's a really that's a really strong comparison um but you know like cobra just like uh stormtroopers that they can't hit a damn thing uh when they fire elon musk can't seem to hit his deadlines i'm hoping that they're working on the durability of it because right. we saw during his last press conference and he was like and it's slightly like bulletproof and then he like threw a rock at it and yeah. glass went all over the place Shattered the whole <laughs> it's like you know what he's actually spending time uh, will be available next year is uh, the missile launcher attachment uh the wing <laughs> attachment and um and don't forget, don't forget the ever powerful bazooka that you can put on top of it. Yo, if you act quick, it comes with kung fu grip. <laughs> it's like a robot <laughs> hand coming up. <laughs> you know? Well, hell, oh, dude, if all that's available, put my pre-order in now. Let's do it. <laughs> Yo, some, somebody had asked Elon, you know, like, so how are we going to make the Cybertruck more affordable? He said the yeah. Cybertruck had originally had a starting price of $39,000, which is roughly like 40, 40 stacks. We'll just say 40 at the, at the unveiling in 2019. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was also asked about the availability of a $25,000 electric car, to which he responded, we are not currently working on this $25,000 car. So Elon's telling everybody, you know, y'all can kick rocks. You're either going to pay what all this is going to be, or you're not going to have it. And we're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not worried about any of you. They asked him how Tesla, if, if Tesla plans to sell more cars uh, without a more affordable uh, option plan to which Musk responded, the price of our cars do not change at all. We will still sell all that we can make. That's uh, oh, that is very. It seems a little assholey. It seems assholey <laughs> a little bit to me. It's, it's like, well, you're gonna pay. I'm not worried about y'all. Um, uh, like, are you right, a Tesla well, fan? I, I, if well, I'll be real. I would love an electric vehicle at some point, mm -hmm. for sure. And yes, Teslas are kind of like the number one in the public eye. So look, I wouldn't be mad at owning one. <laughs> of course, of course not. I, of course not. I, like I, I like, look, I, I mean, it would be nice if, <laughs> you know, um, and I, you know, I, I know I was making fun of the Cybertruck, but look, if I, the, but the durability would certainly be great, right? In two years, yeah. top and <laughs> 2025, 20, 20, maybe hopefully 24. <laughs> um, so I don't I I appreciate what they're doing, and at the very minimum, mm -hmm. I'll say about this about Tesla is that there was. I remember. Do you remember a documentary a decade ago called "The Death of the Electric Car"? I do remember that. And they had them joints in the uh, in the in the museum. Yeah, and the engines taken out. Like GM came and was like, "Nah, we're not giving away this tech. You gonna get the shell?" Okay, but I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, like, I'm kind of glad. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying it's entirely on Tesla or Musk, but I will say that. That's the popularity of Teslas are are reviving that thought of electric vehicles and not only that, making them cool to everyone else. So at the minimum, I will give Tesla that credit of 
helping to make the idea of the electric car not only like a, a, a decent uh, a good idea for your for your vehicle of choice but a cool idea for your vehicle of choice especially when the Cybertruck comes out with its robotic legs that you can go mountain climbing <laughs> Yo, 2028 baby Yo, it's coming it's coming you've already seen that they've already created two version of the Tesla ATVs yeah. they got the adult model and the kids model and those are almost ready to go they've already put like the roadster on the back burner it's like yeah. I don't know what you're trying to do man you 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 doing a lot and yeah. speaking of doing a lot, his other program, SpaceX, yo, my man is slamming rockets into the moon. So it's, it's, it's scheduled to hit relatively soon. And what I'm saying is not a joke. I am not giving like a hot, uh, a hot topic <laughs> off of Don't Look Up. A Falcon 9 second stage has been tumbling uncontrollably in space since 2015. But experts says its seven-year journey is coming to an end as the four-ton rocket part is expected to hit the moon in a matter of days. This is really <laughs> close to that that moon is about to fall from the sky movie that I can't stop seeing the trailers for all over the place. Oh, what is it got skies moon falling? Fall. Moonfall? Yeah. Moonfall or whatever, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, like it's Hall oh. Halle Berry. Halle Berry Bear. This is actually a long... Well, you actually don't know. This is actually a... Uh, 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 years in uh, promotion for that film. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, they're uh, playing that's, the long game. Playing the long game. <laughs> you know, the director of Moonfall contacted Musk and went, "Hey, in about a, in around 2022, I'm gonna get this movie coming out. What do you got for me, man?" And he's like, "Well, you, I'm just so happens to shoot a rocket." <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the Moon Man and the Tesla, uh, the guy in the Tesla, the robot in the Tesla, is gonna be straight. <laughs> Yo, Elon is like, he might not be able to hit a deadline to save his damn life. <laughs> he can sure hit the moon. So there's a, there's a bit of a talent in that, I guess. I mean, that is a, that is kind of actually, it's like, I'm not, it's, what is that anchor man? It's like, I'm not mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> it's like, no, you like miss eight deadlines, but, but you did hit the moon. Not many. I can't say that. I, I'm, I'm Yo, not second real. place in Jeopardy, and I didn't hit the moon with a rocket. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yo, my man did on a whim what hundreds of NASA's of the of NASA's best in the '60s with the with the power of a pocket calculator had to work night and day to do. He did it on a. Just hit the moon today. Why not? I mean, I ain't got nothing better to do. I'm gonna leave a mark somehow. This dude, boy, no kidding. <laughs> He's so, gonna leave yeah, a so, giant dent. <laughs> so, if you are asking, uh, the it's scheduled to hit. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I lost myself in the notes. So, for those asking, yes, the 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 Falcon 9 second stage is scheduled to hit the moon on March 4th. Wow. Uh, but a, but according to according to the uh to the article uh even though it's going to be moving at something like two miles a second i forgot how fast it's like 2.58 kilometers per second which is roughly about 1.6 miles per second that's that's really fast yeah. even though it's that big and moving that fast we are still going to be too far away to actually see the impact mm -hmm. um and unless you have like a super super high powered uh telescope but that would be an interesting global event to see something man-made absolutely leave a, a big gigantic dirt plume on the moon <laughs> yo the best marketing would have to come from some from the people from dbz just show like goku shooting a kamehameha somewhere 
and then like end end the last frame with like the poof from the moon. That that would be absolutely perfect. I would pay for. I would. I'm not gonna lie. I would in fact pay for that event. Is that like? Is that a, is that a fathom event? Can we do that? <laughs> Can I see that in IMAX? That'd be great. <laughs> absolutely. Hey. Okay. So speaking of dreaming <laughs> and missed deadlines, oh, these segues have just been beautiful lately. So now. <laughs> Valve is actually going to potentially meet a deadline and they're going to start selling their Steam Deck uh, roughly around February 25th. Mm-hmm. So in case you don't know, the Steam Deck is Valve's uh, big project regarding streaming games from your PC onto a handheld device that you can that you can take with you and have your, your whole catalog of computer games on a handheld device. Um, a lot of people are asking questions regarding on if this is going to be possible, what's the battery life going to be, what's the graphics going to be, it's going to be fully upgradable. Um, some of those have been answered, but still everybody's just waiting to actually get the unit in hand. Were you even interested? Uh, not really, honestly. I'm not even, I'll, I'll play my card out right now. I'm not even the biggest video game person. Okay. So like um, something like this, honestly, I wasn't even like thinking that's something I need. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, how about you? Uh, here's my thing, just because uh, I want to play in the black market a little bit. I just ordered one to see maybe I could sell it for markup. Oh, <laughs> oh an asshole. It's me. I'm I'm the problem, ladies and gentlemen. It's me. It's me. Oh. I it. No, well, no. I, I, at least, at least I you told us. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they they're saying that if you did put your order in, that's going to be relatively safe. But you will only be able to get the order that you previously reserved, and they're going to have like a three day window for the initial uh, selling of the of the product, and then after that, you won't necessarily lose your place. But you'll have to wait, I think, a little bit, like maybe later parts of March, if I remember right. I'm um, saying that. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Valve is saying that orders placed on the 25th will start shipping out mm-hmm. on the 28th. So that's like, that's that's really close. It's only like a month or so away. Uh, I mean, even I heard if I rumors. Was... What's that? What's that? Oh, no, no, please, please. No, I, I was just saying I had heard rumors that, you know, we may not have been able to see it because of just the, the production line shortages and product right. shortages and shipping shortages and everything else. That We might not have been able to potentially see it until like the summer and maybe late fall. So hearing hearing this is, is very comforting. Well, that's kind of good. I mean, like, I, I kind of agreed at the idea of like waiting till uh, someone has a unit in hand to do mm-hmm. a review on it to see if it actually... If if any of that, you know, if it translates to a portable device, I almost feel like, uh, unless I'm so like so into like Valve and the Steam, I, I I can't really right now imagine myself like, well, I'm gonna blindly dump a bunch of money on this device, right, right, you know, like especially like, it's not like it's on a Nintendo or 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 or, or a Microsoft thing where you know they have a history of delivering what they potentially could deliver that's, but this is very true you know so this is a very much like okay we'll, we'll see <laughs> yeah yeah you're, you're very true on that buyer beware being the first one out the door on a new product is 
is very rarely a good idea. Um, I I remember when PlayStation 2 dropped, I was like one of the very first people to get in that first gen. It had a lot of problems, and I was a part of the problem pack. But I didn't learn my lesson, and I think like <laughs> when the 4 came out, I was like one of the first early adopters. Same thing. So take it from me as somebody who... Um, who got burned but was able to get a replacement really quickly getting replacements now for anything that's dealing with silicon is going to be very difficult so buyer beware if it breaks you may not be able to get another (laughs) one for 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 quite some time Mm -hmm. um yo speaking of broken um some of these remakes going over and over again uh, the live action snow white may have some issues and Tyrion Lannister himself, <laughs> a.k.a. Peter Dinklage, is upset over the remake and over dwarf stereotypes within that remake. He brings up a pretty interesting point, and I'm going to yeah. just briefly summarize. Uh, he brings up the point that, you know, people were, were really heralding Snow White uh, for having a, a woman of Latin descent, of Latino mm-hmm. descent, if, I, if, I, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. playing Snow White, but wasn't brave enough to break the stereotypes regarding little people. Yeah. Um, and in case you've just never been read a fairy tale in your life, you know, the dwarves are often uh, depicted by, by really, really small people. They had a newer version of Snow White where they didn't have um uh dwarves I, I'm, I'm trying to make sure i'm socially correct on saying these on saying the, the correct things dwarves mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned in the in the story um and then i think the little people's association uh felt that they were having an opportunity taken away from them and compared it to blackface to uh as as a way of giving like um reference to the seriousness of it so yeah. you've got one group saying we should do this. And we have Peter Dinklage saying that we need to change it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's hard to win in a socially conscious uh, time. Uh, I, I don't know how you fix that, man. <laughs> I, um, it, yeah, no, this is, I, you know, what's interesting is, you know, like, look, he's not wrong for bringing any of this up. You know, and I and I, I even feel for him when he's, you know, pointing out the fact that like, you know, like because he's been Dinklage has been the exception of in terms of of, of, of actors with um, uh, of, of his of his, you know, situation and right. the idea that like, you know, yeah, he's gone to the point where you hire Peter Dinklage because he's good. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. you that's why you hire him you know you don't it's like oh do we, we need a little person for the role like, mm, not not required for him now he's he's yeah. moved past that and i can see when he says like is my work did my work mean nothing now that mm-hmm. we're we're you're progressive on one thing and you're aggressive on this other thing like what happened here and i think he's on he's on the right for kind of calling out disney going what are, what are you guys doing and, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and 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 to quote him, he says, um, "You're progressive in one way, but you're still making that fucking backward story of seven dwarves living in a cave. What the fuck are you doing? Have you done? Have you done nothing to advance the cause from my from my soapbox?" He said, yeah. "I guess I'm not loud enough." So that's gonna put a fire under his ass and maybe get mm-hmm. some some stuff done. And I think something may be done because we're still in pre-production. So Disney issued a statement in response. And they said to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film, we're taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. So at least they're not pretending that they don't hear them. It's not falling on deaf ears. Um, Yeah, it's 
it does beg the question though right it's like mm-hmm. do we need you guys to make this movie you know what I mean? Like, is mm-hmm. this this? I mean, we all know why they're making this movie, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but do we need you guys to make this movie? And I, I, I feel like the original film, the 1937 film, was made in a time and a place. You know, you respect mm-hmm. it for what it added to cinema history, right? But making it a live action film it kind of almost takes the point of the what's what's so historical about it it's the first full-length animated movie and it seems weird to celebrate that you're making it a live action movie and kind of taking the point out of it yeah yeah not all everything translates well i mean we've seen a live action variation of the lion king and that was yes. a miss, ladies and gentlemen yes. so hard miss <laughs> <laughs> some things need to need to be relatively left alone um there, there is one other smaller smaller little topics i know we got just a little bit of time before before we change gears and this isn't in our notes so i'm gonna kind of be shooting from the hip on this one yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is regarding netflix and their introduction to what is being called netflix golden now from the brief uh introduction Introduction that I've had it is a it's a, a, Twitter, it's a Twitter account, account. it's yeah. a Twitter account that is going to focus on the Asian diaspora and the culture as a whole regarding content that will be relative to the Netflix platform mm-hmm. um, but there may be a you know a little a little hitch in the giddy up regarding it's it's taken off um, maybe you can express a little bit more detail yeah I, I kind of like uh well, we kind of found that while they're they're happy to promote this this new, you know, social media side account that's representative of Asian American uh, the Asian American stuff the uh, content they have on Netflix in the trailer, a certain community did clearly notice that they were not included in any of the footage, and that's the Filipino community, mm. uh, which I'm mm. a part of. I'm 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 Filipino and. Yeah, if there's anything about being Filipino, we, our community feels consistently like we're being left out of the mainstream conversation in terms Mm. of media representation. Uh, And so, uh, rightfully so, you know, like that trailer kind of was getting called out by a lot of folks in the Filipino community, Mm. pointing out like, hey, again, you seem to forget us. Hmm. And that's that's the conversation that's being had within the you know since the announcement. So it's one of those situations where it's like it's a it's a good idea but poor execution. You know, it's just like we need to just be a little bit more more, more sensitive and and make sure we are as inclusive as possible. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's it's also a, again another statement the fact that even though Netflix, let's be clear, Netflix has Filipino content. They mm-hmm. do. They have Filipino content. There are Filipino films. There are Filipino American films in Netflix. All they had to do was just contact an actor from one mm-hmm. of those projects. Hey, shoot a real quick thing. We'll include it in the trailer. And the fact that they glossed it over and didn't consider it just shows once again why we feel rep- uh, misrepresented. You know, um, and you know, like we have guys. You know, here's a, here's a big one on Netflix. Joe Coy. Mm-hmm. Joe Coy, huge huge at the moment and he has extreme amounts of popular netflix stand-up shows and Mm. he's not included in this trailer Mm, that's a very good point that's a very good point very odd very odd yeah so we do do, you guys definitely need some 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 better consulting um regarding good ideas 
some some better regarding consulting good regarding it. Yeah. Um, well, here's uh, unfortunately the, the good idea of this particular stream has to come to an end, ladies and gentlemen. I it, it went by so quick, man. I have yeah. had such an amazing time with you, Justin. Uh, you know, please uh, shout out your socials. Uh, how's the best way that that the people can reach you, man? Um, this was a blast, by the way. This was a lot of fun, man. Uh, I will say uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Quiz, uh, Twitter at Justin Keyson. TikTok. I'm on TikTok as well. I do a lot of movie discussions on TikTok. Uh, and I'm on that account as uh, just at Justin Quiz. Don't forget to check out uh, uh, Nerdtastic with me and my co-hosts, uh, Patricio and Earl on Sundays. We're going to come back soon. Um, I also do my, uh, a monthly podcast called Nothing New, a remake podcast. Uh, and uh, I also do uh, another live Twitch stream, which is called Disney Plus Diversity with my co-host Johnny Parker. So those are the multiple amount of things I've been uh, involved in. And uh, dude, this was fun. This was fun doing oh, this man. You, man. <laughs> hey, man, I had, I had a ball. I'm looking forward to having you on the show again, brother. This is absolutely this an absolute slice. <laughs> hey, so that is going to conclude the new segment of our show today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, like I said, big, big, huge shout out to, to you, Justin, um, and a huge, massive shout out to Digital Click as well. They provide all the creative, all of this stuff, these borders that you see, the name, everything that's got us looking crispy and beautiful is a product of Digital Click. Yo, to quote the immortal Deion Sanders, when I look good, I play good. When I play good, I make money. Listen, when we look good, we give you a good podcast. We give you a good showcase, which means you'll come back. That happens with Digital Click. That's why you got to hit them up uh geek beast is also now a podcast in podcast form as well so if you miss our live stream it's no worries you can listen to us the following day on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcast yo for me i love taking these long walks put my podcast in my ear and i keep it moving you could do that with us as well please subscribe to our youtube channel at forward slash the geekish network like us on facebook of course on youtube as well hit that like button click the subscription button if you haven't if you haven't clicked the subscription button what are you what are you doing dude do that right now why we got this moment connected hit that subscription button <laughs> of course you get us on twitch it's still live but we're also doing game streams charity streams cooking streams you know there is there if you do have a amazon prime account you can use that and link to us and sub to us using your prime gaming it costs you nothing but it helps us out tremendously one of the beautiful things on our twitch stream are our charity streams we'll be getting that back up and running tons of fun you can actually see us doing headshots for <laughs> doing headshots for humanity oh my god I messed my own joke up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. But the beautiful thing is, is that the show's not going to stop. We're keeping it moving. Yo, we got Binge Worthy up on deck coming up. Yo, I got my man, Johnny Randolph, and the absolutely amazing Courtney. She is about to hop in here. And we are going over a very um, interesting uh, show called uh, Super Crooks, ladies and gentlemen. So, so if you're not uh... familiar with Super Crooks, go ahead. So I should get going then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you can come in here and hang out. We're going to do like a little bit of a cross chat, cross talk a little bit before we um, uh, do the full transition. It kind of okay. like warms everybody up. And not sure. only that, I want the whole gang to beat you. Hello. Uh, Kurt, I don't know if you're on, on screen. <laughs> huh? Hello. Everybody, is the gang all here? Everybody's here? We here. I don't know if we're on the screen. Okay. Oh yeah, I am not up on the YouTube, so I cannot see the live stream. Unfortunately, yeah, we're not um, on the live stream. Right. I don't think. 
All right. Well, well. In the in the meantime, let's go ahead and ask a couple of real questions while the, while the man in the sky puts everything together. Uh, so we, you know, us, we're always talking about the hot news, and we had a little bit of some some social conscious drama regarding some Disney products. Uh, there's also uh, John Leguizamo, who's kind of been like you know pretty vocal about some of the problems he's had uh, getting casting because he was afraid of getting too dark as a as a uh, latino african uh, latino uh, actor um colorism is a very real thing um this man went as far as to not even go outside not go to the beach hang out with people in the sun because he didn't want to risk missing an opportunity um oh. as people of color that are in the entertainment business um how has that affected you in in your rise to uh, to fame and notoriety I'm gonna let Courtney handle that one because you know I I'm not auditioning for roles. For <laughs> uh, I mean, colorism is definitely a thing. It's always been a thing, you know. Um, black women, <laughs> from the color of your skin to the way your hair, you know, it's always it's always been something of a problem, you know, and it it, it ebbs and flows, you know. It all depends on basically whatever they're looking for right now if they've that they've just deemed is the desirable look um in terms of john Guzamo, i did just read that about him and when i read that i was i was so sad i was so heartbroken because even for um you know uh, like to hear that latino actors have that as well you know like that's that's something that I I was unaware of, you know. I mean, I did know that depending on like if you, if they had very like you know like certain certain whether or not like you're Cuban or you're Dominican or or that you know what I mean like that's definitely clear to me. But like in terms of you know just actors who are like Puerto Rican, you know, I would love to hear from like Eva Longoria or um, you know um, Sofia Vergara, like what what did they what was their experience you know hmm. um even like pedro pascal you know like it, it's it's just it's just a crazy crazy thing hmm. Hmm. another way to discriminate against people which is not cool at all at all well, yeah because it's it's really an opportunity to just keep things white you know like keep things as white as possible you know even the concept that what Peter Dinklage was talking about in terms of like Disney redoing uh, Snow White. That was, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, really? Snow White? This is the one you want to do? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's legitimately says in the title, Snow White. She's white as the driven snow. And so you cast a Latina actress because you think, what? It's, uh, it's diversity. It's just a diversity hire. And then you pick a girl who's extra fair skin, who's basically playing white. You just cast a Latina mm. actress and she's playing white. So right. she's passing, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And Peter to, right. Binker, to Peter Dinklage's credit, I love what he said, and I love that he challenged Disney. Like, what are we doing? Why are you Why are you perpetrating this stereotype? Continuing to bring up the idea of seven dwarves who live in a cave? Like, really? <laughs> he's like his, his line. When he was like, "Have I done Peter. nothing?" He's like, "Have yeah. I done nothing?" Right. Talk yeah. your ish, Peter. Talk it, man. <laughs> I mean, get it. I was so happy he said that. I love hearing people speak out and like call it call it as they see it. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. 
to 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 shift to a little bit of lighter news on somebody else anybody else want to jump on there just in or in that's okay to shift, shift. Away from the heavy the, the... <laughs> well, yeah well you know i mean you don't get me wrong all right. yeah 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 no I'm, I... I'm i'm all down with the heavy but you know i just want to you want to end on a high yeah yeah just, just a little bit of a hot topic is is everybody is everybody watching uh uh, the book of Boba Fett. We're not having any spoilers. Yes. Today, just to let you know. Yes. Everybody is everybody caught, I'm up? caught up. Yeah, I'm uh, caught up. I mean, I didn't see I watched episode. this current. Okay, episode. that's that's why we're not doing any spoilers. I watched this current episode. I am not caught up because I've not been a fan of mm-hmm. the episodes that I that have seen nice. thus far. Um, you know, I watched the first two and I watched half of episode three and just was like, I'm good. I'm going to wait until somebody makes me watch it for the podcast. So <laughs> when, when Sintel was like, you need to watch this new episode. I was like, why? <laughs> Everything episode that I've watched has been trash. What? Why? And he was like, just, just give, just trust me. You're going to want to watch this one. And I was like, do I need to watch all the other ones? Because I'm not watching those to catch up because I don't feel like it. <laughs> I've, seen all, I've seen all five of them so far. So I'm caught up. Okay. I do agree that this was a solid episode. It was a solid turn. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I'm not going to give any spoilers right. or anything like that. I'm just, uh, I, I my, it was, it was cool. You know, I don't want to get too many spoilers, but yeah. I found it weird. The best episode about that, <laughs> Boba Fett's not in it. <laughs> it to I me, it felt like a uh, like we're watching. You know how like you're watching Fast and the Furious, and you're on a race, and you're you're, you're kind of losing, mm-hmm. and you got to hit the Nas. You know, this episode feel like a Nas boost because interesting. You know, okay. They knew they were losing mean. people. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely not Mando. It's not Mando. It's not the it's not the Mandalorian. It's a different thing in its own mm-hmm, in its right. own world, and it just may not be up to par for a lot of viewers. But this this was a hell of a Nas boost, and I'll okay. say that like a hell of a one. <laughs> no, and I <laughs> and I mean, Chase. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry about no, that. Go I, ahead. I'll say no, no. All good. Like, because uh, I'll probably I'll bolt out so you guys can just have your show without mm-hmm. my ass here. But um, <laughs> but I feel like um, I, I I my feelings on the show has been at the minimum it's fine, and like it's like lukewarm, I, yeah. It's lukewarm. I'm not in love with it like I I was in love with with Mandalorian, but I find it fine a little bit uh, slow, but I'm going with it, and I'm intrigued by the interest of the talk i've been hearing for the last episode and look we're almost done with it it's almost out of here so yeah there's like know. one more right there's like i think it's so, seven it's more. yeah mm-hmm. i do feel it's interesting that like you know like i feel like whatever the expectation this show had it's it's probably unrealistic for, and we all and i've definitely contributed to the expectation of it like mandalorian blew me away i loved season one and two now you're doing a show literally about the most popular you know, extended character because he only had one line in my brain. He's an extended character <laughs> um, that's popular in the comics and the cartoons. So the idea that like, you know, this show had was going to have a lot going up against it. And I'm kind of not shocked that the reaction has been, oh, hmm. That, you know what I mean? And I understand that. And I, uh, I, uh, I'm not in love with it either. I'm not, uh, but I'm not hating where I'm at, but I can see like, oh, I'm right here with it. This is where I was at with Mandalorian and, you know, mm-hmm. nearly to tears on that last episode of season two. Here I'm yeah. at with, with Boba and I'm like, okay. 
I'm but I like on side note, I like I like Fennec. I like Fennec. I like Fennec because I like Yeah, Ming Na is listen, Ming Na you know? can do no. She's right up there with Michelle Yo. They're like, yep. you know, two actresses that I will always show up for. Mm-hmm. And Same. she's the only reason that I am going to finish Boba Fett. I am just it, it, it's one of those things where it's like it, it's watching me mm-hmm. because I'm on my phone mm-hmm. and I'm just catching highlights. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking up every now and then. if there's like a little pop, I'm like, oh, what was that? No, nothing. <laughs> and I go back to my phone. You know what I mean? Like it's, if you cannot get me out of a book or my phone, or I'm just, you're just happening in the background. It's not a. <laughs> Lucas film got to be held responsible for like the expectations. You dropped like the season finale with Luke coming in, kicking ass, you know, a yep. young Luke, <laughs> trashing everything and throwing Jedi's. And you know, you do that. You 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 set yourself up for all your subsequent you seasons that got your subsequent uh shows that gotta uh yeah. to have to be up to par. Point. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we leave with Luke taking Gogu off to train him to be a Jedi. And then you know you come out with your next, uh, your next season or not your next season, but your next, your next uh, series. Next yeah, we like we like oh, oh, so this is what oh this is what Lucasfilm is doing. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. we in. And then you kind of give us like you said, Bubba Fats legendary for having one line. He's dropped <laughs> off into the tank, and we like oh okay. Let's see what we got here. Yeah. And it's kind of like Mandarin along, and he's in there with sand people. And we're like, why do we have to care about the sand people? And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's people a lot that of you're things. trying to rewrite. I said this before. I don't know if we were on when I said this. You're trying to give them a a, a redo. You want to redo their image, just like mm-hmm. you want to change Boba Fett's shit from the it's the, the slave slave one. One, slave one. So now you're trying to revamp these these Tuscan warriors who assaulted and kidnapped Anakin Skywalker's mama. Okay? They tortured her. Okay? You can't fix that. You can't tell me it was another tribe. No, sir. That's that's what I think about those people. We can't fix that. Now, the next piece that's my number one problem. Boba Fett is a bounty hunter. And he's a villain. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's a bounty hunter. He has not collected one bounty. Not one. <laughs> not one. He is sitting on a rock trying to reinvent himself as the show is trying to reinvent everything. No, man. The reason people love Boba Fett is because he's a bounty hunter. We want to see him do the thing that he was doing. Well, and that's, that's what, what they I showed up for. And that's the thing. That's the thing, right? That's what they made. That's what Mandalorian was, right? They yeah. made, they, they did. The Mandalorian show was. The Boba Fett show that we thought we were going to get, right. and then Boba Fett showed up, and so instead they made a political crime show that's okay. And it's not even that the Boba's exactly. kind of small. On Tatooine. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the Sopranos on Tatooine. Which it's I would like be cool little, with if Boba wasn't so dude. soft. Like, you're trying to be a mafia leader, and you're, like, kind of soft. You don't have a, you don't have any crew. He you don't have any nice. muscle. And it's like, oh, I'm going to be a good person. That's what happened. Star talks, Star Wars talks. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're jumping in deep in. So for all, for everybody that has been been popping in, was uh, thank you. Please stay for for binge ready. Thank you, Justin, for popping in. No uh, we are going to be doing super crooks. Super we should crooks. Back in like another five to ten minutes. I say somewhere around there. Let's just say a healthy seven. Um, 
yeah, so uh, go ahead and say goodbye to the pretty people, everybody. <laughs> Yo, we out of here. Thank you.